0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.
2: 8 o'clock hour on a messy, cloudy Friday to kick off your weekend. Hopefully. It doesn't get you down because you got Sean and RJ here on the home of the Cowboys and Rangers. If you are new to the show and the station, thanks for being a TOLO. That stands for turn it on, leave it on. Dan Quinn is the new head coach of the Washington Commanders, who are the Cowboys going to replace him with? That's why we bring back our old friend Nick Eatman, DallasCowboys.com, on the DNm Leasing Hotline. I did not think you were going to be available and up an hour and a half before normal. Thank you. Good morning. <laughs>
3: well, I'm always up an hour and a half before normal. I've just never I've never been on this okay. early. That's mm. right, because
2: a lot of times you will reference something during the express yeah. and bring it I back. Take my
3: kid, I take my kids to school, and I, I, I turn it on, you know, and see <laughs> what you're talking about. And, you know, you guys are... Like talking about syphilis or something like that, I might, <laughs> I might turn <learn> it. <laughs> I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of the one thing that stood, stood out this morning when I took my kid to that. That was it. That's
2: yeah, a, that's fair. we need to be, you
3: know, better.
4: So I figure, like, you know, because my, my kids go to school. My elementary kids go, a kid goes to school like seven twenty, and my yeah. middle schooler, yeah. that's closer to eight.
3: Eight.
2: What they know now, they know what we knew at twenty. So it's like I, I figured.
3: Oh, right. it's unbelievable. Yeah.
2: Nick, yep. your uh, your reaction to Dan Quinn getting the commander's job, did you think it would actually happen?
3: Um, it was kind of like, yes and no. Like, like before it happened, I was kind of thinking no. I mean, I was thinking, well, I mean, like, when, when it all started and it was like, okay, Dan Quinn's, you know, interviewing for these 24 jobs, I was like, he's going to get one because he, if you just talk to him for a few minutes, you're like, I like this guy, you know? I mean, yeah. so I was like, yeah, he's going to get this job, especially if Seattle's one of them. That's what I thought. But then as it, as they – kept you know filling up and he didn't get one and and the fact that he was available obviously um, way earlier than other coaches you thought well you know I mean if they're gonna do it they would have hired him uh, maybe they're waiting on someone else and and maybe they were you know some of these other teams the coach for the Lions the Johnson I guess you know maybe they they were but um so when it got to that point I was a little surprised that it happened but you know not surprised overall that Dan Quinn gets a, a coaching job uh I, I think his his body of work speaks for itself. Yes, the the last game wasn't wasn't great for anybody. Um, you know, and he's got the Super Bowl uh hanging over his head a little bit. Um but I think for the most part, yeah, he's I mean he's he's going to do a good a good job there and you know, it's it's an attractive job. Uh I think more than, than it ever has been in Washington, just when you look at, at new ownership and, and number two pick and cap space and, and just maybe them moving in a in a direction.
4: Who's he most likely to take with him uh, from the staff?
3: I would think. I mean, that's, that's a tough one. I mean, he, he, I would think Joe Witt uh, would probably be somebody that that could be headed uh, that way. Um, I know Al Harris has, has been mentioned and and adding Dirty maybe, but you know he, he can't take he can't take more than one unless the Cowboys decide that that you know if, unless the Cowboys are okay with it. Um, but you know if he if if they're all under contract so if they if, if one of them he makes one of them the defensive coordinator then then yes I think they they have to go but he can't take more than one unless the Cowboys decide that's what they want to do
4: is that is that because they, they can't leave for a lateral job I guess what if he makes him right. the assistant head coach or whatever right
3: and then the NFL is kind of caught on to all those you know titles and running game coordinators and all that stuff I think I think what you know Yes, if they interviewed all of them, like like he could interview, say, I want to interview Al Harris or interview, you know, um, Dirty and, and, of course, uh, um, Joe Witt for the defensive coordinator position and then decide to hire them for other roles. The Cowboys would have to, uh, you know, they'd have to get permission for that. And then the Cowboys would have to agree that, you know, because you got to remember, too, whoever the Cowboys bring in, they, you know, the, their coach might have some guys, too, from position coaches. So things might kind of open up. Um, and and it, it might work that way.
2: Nick dot com. After Dan Quinn took the commander's job yesterday, fill in the blank, Nick. Dan Quinn did a blank job with the Cowboys defense overall.
3: Um, really good. Okay. I would say really, a really good job. I don't know if I, I got more than one word, but um, yeah, I mean, I think he's done a really good job uh, with, the, with the Cowboys defense. Um, we're going to find out though, I think, how good it really was. I mean, we'll 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 see. I mean, can can any coach coach Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs and you know and 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 have you know some some really good corners and and a great pass rush? Um, or did did Dan Quinn kind of kind of do that? Kind of get the best out of these guys? Well, we're, I mean, we'll see. I mean, Dorrance Armstrong's best years were with Dan Quinn and 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 you know Fowler and these guys. So um, I I just I think I think that not to say the jury's still out, but I think we're still going to find out just how good it, it was. Um, I think a lot of defensive coaches can probably say, Hey, I, I'll, you know, give me number 11 and, and let's, you know, I, I can, I can roll with him as well. So uh, we'll, we'll see. But I think from, you know, what it was, it was with Mike Nolan that first year. And that was just, a, you know, kind of a train wreck. Yeah. Uh, the whole season really, pretty much was, or really life in general in 2020 was, but um but but then but then you know so he turned that around. But I think we'll we'll see you know with the next coach that comes in just just really how good it was.
2: Nick, uh, in terms of you know run defense being a weakness through his years here or not a strength, mm-hmm. is that more on the personnel staff picking lighter, faster players, or you think that was more of a Dan Quinn philosophy? Who do we blame the most? That's- for for the yeah. for the run D or lack of toughness. Well, I I think
3: it. I mean, it goes to the coordinator. You know, it goes. I mean, it it trickles all trickles down. You know, but but I do think I do think there is a there's a scheme element there of of these like you said these these linebackers that are undersized and you know borderline safeties and and it's just like with any mismatch. I mean, sometimes the, it's going to go your way. Um, You know, if you got quicker guys that can fly around the ball and then sometimes when they get hat on a hat, you're going to lose. And so and and we saw that as well. I I think um, I think there's a there's a a need for a bigger linebacker. I think that kind of from a philosophical standpoint, I think that they they like guys that that run faster that can that can, uh, you know, stop the tight end and running backs on third and long. But I think the problem is is that when, when you have undersized guys like that, it's not always third and long. Um, and so you, you don't always get them in that situation. I think that, to me, I think that they need to have a little bit more um, desire to get a, a bigger linebacker, even though, even though he may not be running in the 4-5 or five range. Uh, but he knows how to fill the gap, step up in the hole, make the play, and, and you know more of a traditional linebacker. That's what I think this team kind of lacked last year.
2: Let's talk a little bit more about the potential replacements. DallasCowboys.com and Nick Harris uh, went through some names. You just pick and choose however you see fit. Uh, Mike Vrabel, Mike Zimmer, who Calvin Watkins reports has an interest. Ron Rivera, who Todd Archer said the Cowboys are going to speak with. Al Harris, fan favorite. Joe Witt Jr., in-house candidate. Uh, Addin' Dirty, Brandon Staley. And Wink Martindale, who hates Brian Dayball's guts.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that's that's a you know that's a list I know that Nick was working on for a little bit, and uh, I've, I've seen around um, other lists as well, and um, that are that are very that are exactly the same. So I think when when you you ask you know anybody to kind of say hey, what are the names, um, these are the ones that keep standing out. And so, I, you know, and, and for obvious reasons, some of them just because they're, they've been a D.C. and they're available. Um, so you're just kind of throwing stuff at the wall. I mean, the, the Zimmer one's interesting um, just because the thing, the thing there is, is he's got a lot of versatility in, in what he plays. Um, the three He's played 3-4. He's played 4-3. And I'm not saying that, that the Cowboys need to move to a 3-4 defense. I don't, I don't know if they have the, the pieces for that right now. But but I think that you know you can have elements of, of a of a you know a, a three man front. And I think Zimmer can, can do that. Obviously Zimmer uh coached with uh against McCarthy for years, um, you know, with the Packers and Vikings. Um so you know, have a I think they have a connection. And that doesn't always mean it's a good connection, but I think it is. I think I think they you know they they have a good relationship. So that you know, of course Zimmer does with the with their family as well, with the Cowboys. So that would be one that would be interesting. Um, and then, you know, it, then the whole Dan Quinn thing with, with how that trickles down uh, from in-house candidates. Uh, I, I I would say if, if there was going to be an in-house candidate um, that moves up there, I, I would, I would say dirty might be the, the one that would probably be uh, maybe get the best shot of those three uh, dirty or, or Al Harris. But um Probably not, Joe Witt. I think I think Joe Witt's probably
2: going with Dan Quinn. Tell us, tell us what you know about those in-house guys working there and being around them every day.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I, for Dirty, I mean, and and again, I mean, this isn't this always I mean you're a great coach, but but the the, the players absolutely love him, um, and, and I think I think that does mean something. I mean, I sure. think that they they love Dan Quinn. Yeah, you know? that's and why so Dan I, Quinn I,
2: I, got the job in DC. Right
3: right i mean they they're going to play hard for him and and and, I, and so I with with dirty there's there's a lot of uh respect there same with al harris i know that there's some players tweeting that out that you know they wanted him to um to to get the job as well so i think both of those guys out you would call the the players coach uh you know with with, with al harris um you know he's here's a guy and, and i'm not saying every position coach has to play the position but, but you're bringing a different perspective when, when you know, when you could just YouTube this guy. He's played. He's played at a high level. And just look at the production, just at the cornerback position. I mean, you know, you, you look at two you know two of the top seasons in the Cowboys' history in interceptions. Uh, they had a 9 and an 11 with Bland and, and Diggs. You know, we're not talking about first-round picks. We're talking about guys that needed a little bit of development and then they just shot up in their second year. Uh, and Al Harris coached both of them. Coincidence, maybe, but maybe not. And so I, uh, you know, I think that's that's one that you know, if if they think Al, Al's ready, I mean, I think he would bring a, I mean, he would bring a different type of tenacity uh, than, than than Dan Quinn, I would think, and, and maybe that's a good thing. So, um, you know, those two guys, I think, if they went in house, um, but you know, this whole thing's tricky just because of, you know, where McCarthy sits with with one more year on the contract, and we all kind of know this has to be a really big year, and so. Um, you, you kind of just wonder what what the other outside candidates are thinking about this position. You can go two ways with it. Mm-hmm. You know, is it what, where I'll be here for a year? Or if it doesn't go well early, am I the head coach? You know? So, I mean, there's right. there's, there's there's a lot of, you know, different ways to kind of view this. Because,
4: so, like, you know, when I look at this, you know, with this team, I know ideally they probably – I know for head coach they'd like to have guys who – are not first-time head coaches if they if they can help it, Just, right. uh, you know. But I guess is that the same for for coordinators too, uh, you know, especially with Mike being on, on 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 a last year of a deal. Like, right? Man, I want fresh ideas. I want young, fresh ideas. I don't know that I want to recycle Ron Rivera.
3: I, I'm and I'm with you there. I'm with you there. And I've said this before, and I'm sorry if I repeat myself. But one of the very first questions that has to be in for me for any defensive coordinator is not. How's it going? How's the weather? How was your flight? How's the mm-hmm. kids? It's Micah Parsons. What do you What are you doing with Micah? Mm-hmm. What, what's your plan there? What, what What kind of success have you done with elite pass rushers before? Where do you see his best fit? How can you make him? And, and I'm not saying Dan Quinn didn't. I mean, he's he's had a good three years, a really good three years, you know. But what I'm saying is is that how How do you get you know just where do you Where do you want to play him? Where would you do with him? And so I think that's one of the first questions for any. Defensive coordinator, and I'm and I'm with you. I mean, I think it's a, it's, and I say that I say that about new ideas and all that. And and I and I also said I think Mike Zimmer would be a good coach, Um, and and I believe that. But I'm, I guess I'm just with you there about the about Rivera that that one that one doesn't excite a lot of people, but um, because they have to go back. Okay, as a head coach, sometimes you have to divorce the whole how they were as a head coach and how they are as a, as a coordinator, you know, I think Wade Phillips is yeah. a pretty good example of that, of guys that, you know, just as a coordinator. And I, I honestly, I have, I don't know exactly. I can't tell you on, on Ron Rivera on, on what he was just as a coordinator.
2: Nick, what do you make of all these Micah stories and storylines lately?
3: Oh man. Um, I think, you know, I, I, he's, I, I think he's misunderstood. And, and, and here's, here's the thing. Like, I've kind of gone full circle on this. I, I see some of the same stuff. I see it. You know, you have a perception on it. What, what I think about Micah Parsons is he's one of the most unique players we've ever covered. He's different than, than, than others. Um, and, and if you, you know, he, want, he does want to win. He certainly wants to win, and he wants to win, and he wants to play well. He wants to be the guy that is, is considered the best in the league. He's still young. He still wants the bag. He knows it's, it's going to be there. And he's trying to 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 be that guy, and I think he he believes he's never not been that guy, so I think sometimes i th- that's why I say misunderstanding and and I've been there too, you know your team won, why are you not upset i mean why are you are you seen down you know because you didn't get a sack is that is that the the, the goal that I think he puts himself at a higher standard and a standard we've never really seen for a lot of players and so you know this whole thing I don't know if you're referring to some of the, the comments about him and where his, his brother and his mom got involved, you know, I, I've read some of that. And, and I kind of have a different perspective now, a little bit on Micah. I, I personally maybe given him a little bit more of the benefit of the doubt that he is different than, than other players. Mm. He wants to win um, as bad as anybody we've ever seen. And you know what? I said this the other day, if it's third and seven and he's on the edge, there's nobody else I'd rather have doing that. He's a really, really, really great player. And I think, you know, does he need to mature in some? Sure. Who doesn't? Who doesn't at, at that age? I think he's still kind of understanding how to do it in, in the right way. But, uh, you know, I, I still think he's going to be a Dallas Cowboy for a long, long time. And and I think, you know, the Cowboys are are, are lucky to have him, honestly.
2: This is fantastic. Thank you so much. Uh, enjoy the weekend. And sorry about the syphilis. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
3: Wow, I hope I hope no one just caught that. Thank that, you. That <laughs> yeah. Caught it. Thank <laughs> you,
2: Nick. See ya. Nick Eatman, DNM Leasing Hotline, DallasCowboys.com. March Madness has come early. And how much should you be tipping this weekend next?
5: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
2: AJ Perzinski going to talk about the World Series champs on your home of the Rangers at 9 o'clock this morning here on Sean and RJ. Bobby in Florida. Until Monday, we got Peyton and Rai Rai in the back. And we are live on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. And you and Peyton celebrating an early March madness in the commercial break, yelling and screaming in here. Punxsutawney Phil did not see his shadow. Did not see it. Whatever that means...
6: You know that furry little rat. He's big too. He's thick. He's a unit.
4: Big, very, very thick. He is a thick with two C's. He is a unit. He did not see a shadow, and that means Sean, and early spring. Oh, baby! I knew this weather we've had last week was too good to be true. Not too good. It is good enough to be true. Okay, mid you know low seventies yesterday. Oh, so good, so good. Should have played golf should have played golf mm. didn't should have but now we're going to get an early spring i like
2: that all right so there's your uh, early spring report
4: you know why because i lost my palm trees from last year We bought these little palms Gosh.
2: how much of a killing do these landscapers make yeah in terms of stuff dying out here yep. when you wouldn't think of it in texas i know but it does i got uh, i've lost I've, lo- I've, lo- I've lost a yard and a half i think i got my desert
4: you know my cactus, and my agaves and all but one of them have died over the last th- 4 years since that big freeze we had in 21 uh we, we we bought these two little palm trees for the backyard dude Costco had it for like 30 bucks great deal gone dead dead they're like they're not even they're like red they're not even green they're not even brown they're red that's how <laughs> dead they are uh, they're just dead dead and, and we got nothing
2: we i wish nothing. i loved landscaping i need i need to secure yep. a landscaper it's like a humongous project mm-hmm. for me moving at the end oh, of yeah, march yeah. and I gotta get. A, I gotta get a landscaping crew. You gotta
4: get. I mean, co- I'm constantly out there picking weeds. I told Sarah to get out there and pick them today. Uh, she's not gonna do it. But
2: I mean, you know, they're just dead. The geraniums gone. Petunias gone. But you enjoy it. You love mowing the grass. You love yeah. that type of stuff. Like I love going outside and grilling. You love going yeah. outside doing the yard work and the lawn. I wish I loved that. I was saving an ass load of money. Oh yeah. I uh.
6: don't like the la- picking the weeds though. That's
4: that's
2: annoying. What are y'all gonna do with your backyard? Your
6: spacious backyard. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go to my parents' house and take the lawnmower and drag it over there. That's right. I'm not spending money on a lawnmower. But, but you're not. gonna
2: cut it. You're gonna you're gonna maintain. I'll
4: cut
6: it. I'll you're cut gonna it. go there every month and get the or every week get the lawnmower. They live 15 minutes away. <laughs>
4: every week you're gonna drive say, dad. I need to borrow the
6: lawnmower for the day. hey yeah, Every week a good trip. Hey, that's gonna get real It's an excuse old. to see my parents though. You see, know they want to see that's me. It. That is. That's it. And break great I gotta see He's the gonna, dogs I miss fridge. the dogs. Which one of you?
2: So you're not taking any dog with <laughs> you. No, she has a dog there. She's taking one of her dogs. Which one of you and the three brothers is like closest to the parents? The umbilical cord still connected. If you had to pick one, you know, I would say me because I, I,
6: I've lived there longer. I, I lived, you yeah. know, I went to college, but then as soon as I got done with college, I moved right back in with the parents for five almost five years now. I've been back home with my parents. It's certainly
4: not the adopted one.
6: No, no one's adopted, Chop. <laughs> I swear, no, no one was signed up on the papers and brought into the family.
2: 877-881-1053 trickrock.com text line all right uh how much should you be tipping tonight and this weekend
4: it's a good question drink expert i by the way there's a job out there called a drink expert how do i get this yeah, this job like
2: a radio consultant
4: right i mean I, you want to picture my liver I and mean, that pretty much shows that i'm a drink
2: expert okay <laughs> uh, now is this like uh is this a bartender or is it someone actually separate titled drink expert
4: okay so this is a girl named cat kinsman She's a features editor at Food and Wine. Now she says for tipping bartenders, not 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 um, servers, just bartenders. When you go to when you go to the bar, you sit at the
2: bar. What do you tip on a drink? Gosh, what's the drink? It's a beer. It's a, it's, a, it's a it's a Coors Light. Coors Light. Uh, I'm tipping two dollars max. Used to be back in the day, dollar a drink. Dollar a drink. Dollar a drink. And now you feel. You feel cheap putting $1. And then what if you have change? Oh! Like, I, do you ever leave change on the counter? And bartenders tell us, is yeah. this really offensive to you? Uh, I'll never just leave change. I'll leave, like, if I have $2 and change, I'll put the change with the dollars. I won't just yes. leave the coins. No, no, yeah. I, if, if it's if it's a... Uh... But but if I discard my change and coins upon you, do you take offense to that as a bartender? Or do you look at it like... Money's money. The way that everyone should look at it. That adds man, up. man, coins, coins have been shamed in society. They have been shamed. They have. Shamed. They
4: have. Uh, but you know, let's say, let's say, and I have no idea. I don't know. Let's say you go into a beer. Uh, you, order, you order a bottle of beer. I'll just go old school. You used to cost like three fifty, right? You go to a bar. It used to be three fifty. You be hand five. him a five. Yeah. yeah. All right, and then you just if it's if it's four dollars, you you hand them a dollar. You like you hand him a five, keep the change. Yeah. If it's three fifty, you hand him a five, keep the change. Yeah, it's now.
2: Now you've just—is that a problem? Is this the accepted way? That's that, that's that's accepted at least it used to be. Now, now what if it's a your gin and tonic? I still do a. I used to do a dollar
4: a drink when I paid cash. Now though, I just they're do, making the drink. They're making the drink. I know, but it evens out. What Doing do you mean? less work when you're just popping the bottle, more work when you're making the drink. If it's the same. You're getting.
2: I'm saying you should be. Uh, are you supposed to be tipping more for a mixed drink? Yeah, but like
4: if you tip, let's just say you tip the same. If you tip a dollar a drink, you're getting too much for just popping a bottle, right? And then you're getting not enough, so it'll even, it'll even out, right? But they do say now, if two dollars if I'm
2: drinking beer and liquor. Two, yeah, right. Two dollars per drink.
4: That is the new standard. Two dollars per drink. I don't think that's outrageous. Um, but I never, I never tip like that. I, I, I just usually do. I just usually get bogged down and do twenty percent too on that. I'm just I'm so conditioned. Just to okay. Do 20%. So so
2: so. But this is my problem with tipping. Th- that if I order a Johnny Walker Blue, and I'm and I ask for my tab, and I'm going to pay credit card. What do I have to? What do you? What am I tipping on that? Can I leave a three dollar tip? Because what's my total on that coming back? You're just ordering a Johnny Blue. It's probably Well you know what I'm saying. What I'm yeah. trying to say is a beer versus right. a badass liquor. A scotch. That a scotch. So that's my problem with like restaurant tipping. Like the items that you order you pay the price for depending not on the service, but the price of the meal. Of the, I of, know. Of, of, the, of, the of the product.
4: Yeah, it's wild. It's like it, it's no different for you know the what bartender I mean? to make you a uh, a, a, an on-the-rocks Johnny Blue as it is an on-the-rocks Bullet. Exactly. There's absolutely zero difference to it. There's zero difference or to it.
2: Or vodka cran, None difference. Vodka cran
4: Johnny Blue. Yeah, now the vodka crayon, you could say, has an extra step involved. Okay, right? fine. But whatever. Vodka,
2: Bobby. Yeah. Vo- vodka on the rocks. Absolutely. Vo- bullet uh, on the rocks. Rail vodka. Johnny Blue on the rocks. Rail vodka on the wa- On the rocks, Johnny Blue. Yeah. And I got to pay more for the Johnny Blue.
4: For, a- from a tip standpoint. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like if you're gonna go with the twenty percent, right. absolutely. If you're just gonna tip on the drink, right? Then, then the it server. Doesn't matter. I, so yeah.
2: if I order a sirloin versus I order a fillet, I gotta I gotta give you more because right. I ordered the fillet.
4: Yeah, two thirds of Americans hate tip culture. They they think tipping. Oh, they have a God. negative view of tipping. Good. Uh, one in three think tipping culture is out of control. Yes. Um, it is. It it is wildly out of control. Uh, they the restaurants instead of, you know, now listen. If they pay their employees more, they're gonna just jack the cost up on us, uh, in terms of the food. But we're already paying we're already subsidizing them anyway with tipping anyway. So what's the difference? But yeah, it's I, I will say this. If I kinda have a rule, like if the if the bartender has to get on a ladder, okay if they've got to get on a ladder or they've gotta hop on the bar to get something because it's top shelf, I think you should probably throw another, you know, tip a little bit more on that. Than, than normal. But yeah, I, I agree. There's no difference between them them doing a pour of Johnny Blue as there is a pour of Jim Beam. That's what drives me crazy. No difference. Yeah. Unless they've got to get on a ladder. That's it.
2: Grocery deliveries. I can order nine things that are two dollars a piece, but if I order two pounds of if I order you know a pound of shrimp, I got to pay you more. I gotta tip you more based upon
4: the final price. Is that how? Is it, so? I, I've never done grocery delivery. Is it like that same way? You, you tip on the on the total?
2: Yeah, tip on the total. Not the. We yeah. need to get a Fitbit for delivery people. We need to get a Fitbit and see. It should be tipped off the activity, the yeah. energy, the Mike McCarthy GPS. Right. That's what it should be. It should be not based upon what you pick up off the counter. Now, the, the amount you had to walk,
4: how much work you had to put in. The guy yesterday when I went to the liquor store, who who was like, "I'm here for DoorDash,
2: dude. Are you DoorDashing yeah. liquor?" Yeah. So now I got it. Yes, I've DoorDash liquor. Oh, are you kidding me? Like, I, I, are you? What is wrong? I thought you said uh, that you guys lived in the new school generation where you don't go to Walgreens or CVS. You order the sponge replacement to your house. I thought you said that's Sarah. Oh. Um, and you are not going to DoorDash liquor? Are you kidding me? Or or or, or uh, Uber Insta whatever in it? Is? Yeah. I've never I've never done that. Oh. I've never done that. You're not living.
4: I, I you're I not living not. lazy enough. See, I,
2: that's why you're, you're 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 too
4: active. I want the I active. want the person at the liquor store to know that I'm an alcoholic. Okay, <laughs> I don't want them to know. I don't want them to think that the DoorDash guy is. I want them to know that I am. That's the only. I'm way, the guy.
2: That's the only way I can get HEB. There's no HEB yeah. around me, but for some reason I can Instacart it, and that's where I get you know your turkeys. it's that's, a, that's and a long drive. I pay I pay like yeah. a seven dollar extra charge, but I'm, I'm getting the I'm getting the Tolo Chad told me, H E B where it's at. That? That's what I do. Tolo's weighing in, guys,
6: 214. I don't expect more of tipping from a simple drink, but a complicated cocktail, absolutely, I want yes. more. Eight one seven, I refuse to tip two dollars per drink. That's way too much. Two one four back on the if you tip chain with change or not, they say tipping change is very offensive. Yeah. But what if you
4: tip change and the bill? And the bill. Like it like it's a it, it's 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 a five forty one two
2: forty
4: eight It's a three dollar and fifty cent drink. You just want me to give you the $1 and keep the $0.50, cents, or would you rather have the $1.50? Because if I get two people tipping me $0.50, cents,
2: I'm making dollar. an extra dollar. Yeah, You know what I mean? You know what I mean. AJ Pruszynski at 9 o'clock on your Home of the World Series champs. Uh, let's see if we can continue to do better radio than below the belt. Last year was an insane quarterback offseason. Is this one going to be just as fun? Choppy has the answer on the Home of the Boys next. The great John Shreve. You ruined the morning show. Don't make me take off my belt. Don't make me no, take off no. my belt. We're not. People have been missing Roberto. Uh, Yeah, a little bit. A little bit of
4: Bobby. Uh, people say, "Hey, where's Bobby? We want Bobby back. Hey,
2: Bobby. <laughs> not me. No, we're good. Below the belt with Bobby on vacation in Florida until Monday. Here on Sean and RJ. And today, Choppy tries to prove that we don't need Bobby's segment.
4: Is going where, Sean? <laughs> this Sean. is the quarterback carousel season. Now, we are about a week and a half away um, from silly season in the NFL. Silly season is the week after Super Bowl week until the start of free agency, the new league year. So it's about a month, right? New New league year is like March 13th, and you get about to Thursday after the Super Bowl. And this is when you have silly season. All these writers and media members, they've got to fill content on ESPN. They've got, you know, Todd Archer's got to write an article a day or whatever, three art, whatever.
2: Oh, shots fired.
4: No, that's not a shots fired. I'm just saying, like, you've got to fill content. And this is where you get your rumors, right? This is where you get your crazy scenarios that happen in that week. So we're not there yet, but it is quarterback carousel time. Yeah. Who goes where? Who gets traded? Uh, of the quarterbacks that might get moved or extended this offseason. First one up, it's going to be the most popular one. Not most popular, but most talked about. So that's Justin Fields. What happens with Justin Fields this year? He's got one more year left of his Bears rookie deal. It pays him $3.5 million, and it costs $6 million against the cap. That's why I hate the salary cap. Why does a $3.5 million contract cost $6 million against the cap? Hmm. Makes no sense. They've got to decide by May 2nd to give him his fifth-year option or not. The scenario here, they trade him to the Raiders for a second and a seventh. Hmm.
2: Raiders. Second and a seventh. I'm trying to find a different quarterback if I'm the Raiders. That's just me. Look, I'm stuck yeah. here with Fields. Like I I'm I'm worried about Caleb Williams upstairs. I know Sandler's listening right now, and he says that's stupid. We're gonna have to talk to him. Before the draft. And I generally trust Jared on many, many things. And he's a USC diehard. I'm worried about Caleb's maturity. Um, he says there's not anything that Pat Mahomes can do that I can't do. He said that. I saw the statement. Uh, but I just don't believe that Justin Fields will throw the football adequately enough to make him your guy. So I'm drafting Caleb if I'm the Bears. I'm not trading for Justin if I'm the Raiders. I'm going to draft Caleb as well. Um, oh, I thought you were a hater.
0: Oh,
4: I don't, I don't love Caleb Williams. I, I don't, I don't understand the generational talent. I mean, thing. I mean watch him; he, he's a freak. He, he is a freak. Um, makes crazy throws. I, I am concerned about a guy with that talent level on his roster that doesn't win. That like Patrick Mahomes didn't win in college. Patrick Mahomes had a terrible team. Texas Tech is 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 they're just a sorry Peyton. They're just a wasteland. <laughs> it's a wasteland. Um, so that that concerned me a little bit that yeah. he didn't win enough. Um, and and you know I don't I don't know what his decision making's like. You know, with that, Lincoln, I, with Lincoln, it's tough to tell about his decision making. You know it's tough to watch that. But again, the upside though you have to take it. Yes. Justin Fields, you know you you. We have seen enough history that, that guys that just now you like Fields more than I do. I do, but I, I I think we've reached the point where it's like, all right, he's kind of had enough. He's kind of approaching. You've had enough time to at least show that you're figuring it out. At least if he showed that he was at least figuring it out or a little bit better, then you can hang on to him. I don't know. I, th- I think you have a chance to because even if you miss, you still got the eighth pick or the ninth pick. You know, like you're still going to have another player in this draft. You could. You're basically getting a free pick. This year with the quarterback. So I would uh I would go ahead and take Caleb. Okay, agree. E- extensions. Kirk Cousins. His deal doesn't void until after the deadline for the franchise tags. So this would be an extension. He wants to end his career in Minnesota. Uh, but what are they gonna do with him? Uh let's say in this case they do a two year eighty five million dollar fully guaranteed extension. That gives him two years until he's 38 to draft and develop his successor.
2: Why would he take two years, 85, and Dak is going to get 10 more a year?
4: So, yeah, that would be 42 and a half. I guess the, the situation is Kirk's 36.
2: Yeah. Right. And I didn't realize that. There's a five-year difference between Cousins and Dak. Yeah. Wow. Man, remember he got drafted with RG three. How freaking old are we? Yeah, and now we are, he's we are getting 36. old. Thirty six. Listen, I like. I think Kirk's a good player. Oh, if I'm Minnesota, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll give him the deal. Uh, maybe I draft someone as well. Yeah, you got. I you. do the Green Bay approach. Do the Green. Bay I know approach. Bobby doesn't believe. You know, any other team who is, you know, made that QB risk and it's worked. Bobby just disregards Kansas City. Who cares? Green Bay does it all the time. Who cares? Cowboys should never do any of those things. He just don't doesn't open up his mind to it because that God forbid he'd have to be wrong about number four possibly. Yeah. But if I'm Minnesota, draft someone, re-sign Cousins if you can, or just draft someone new. Yeah.
4: No. The one issue with that plan, because it does make sense from a playing standpoint, is that you do lose when you do draft someone and then you sit them. You do lose two very cheap years. Right. And that's a risk, right? Yeah. You're so you're you're not, you're not you're paying a good quarterback forty million dollars, not an elite one. He's good, and it's almost better. Like, would you rather pay a bad quarterback nothing, or a mid quarterback a lot of money? You know that that's 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 the question you run into. Because the Cowboys did not really get to take advantage of Dak's cheap years. They still had Romo on the books the first year, and then the second year they had him on the books as well. So they didn't really get a chance to take advantage of it. And that was
2: a bit of a mistake. Baker Mayfield's the next one. Ooh. This is good. Yeah. I saw him at the Pro Bowl or whatever the hell they're doing. I'm not paying attention to. Said that uh it will depend on their new OC. Resigning oh, yeah, yeah. with the Bucks will depend on their new OC. Yeah,
4: and if you're him, like do you, you know, where, where where would you go elsewhere? He made some money this year.
2: Yeah. And Dave Canales got hired because of Baker. Carolina couldn't fix Baker. So they looked at this Dave Canales and said, how'd you do it? Yeah. All right. You're hired. So they're going to use Geno Smith's deal as a
4: template. And they're going to give him three years, 80 million escalators. that can bolster it to over a hundred million. It's, that's about, you know, three years, a hundred million is, is, you know, 33 a year. Uh, But the three for 80 is not quite at that, at that number. It's 26 and change. I don't know. Does Baker sign up for that? I mean, that, that seems pretty low. That's it's a good deal if you get Baker million for, Baker Mayfield for twenty six a year.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'd love to get him for a two year deal. You know, I don't think I'm signing up long term unless you absolutely believe that it's going to work. Now that you that you fixed it and that Dave Canales is not taking some of the Baker magic with right. him within the division. Yeah, yeah, you. Can't I'm be- happy for Baker.
4: I, I am too. I am too. I, li- I like his attitude. Um, he's a punk. <laughs> He's a punk, but I, I I could deal with that sometimes. Sometimes you a little nasty. Uh, Russell Wilson is obviously going to be cut. Oh, They are going to make, they are going to, what? wait for this. They are going to take on an $85 million dead money hit. Wow. Over the next two years. Wow. I mean, does Sean
2: Payton survive that? Well, Right. There You're has to be gutting your roster. There has to be something else they're doing with it. That's just from Russ? That's just from Russ. That's a great question. Number two, is Russell it's Wilson. Mr. Unlimited. Let's go around the room. Is Russell Wilson a starter next year? Uh yeah. Pittsburgh. Something like that. Pittsburgh. Okay. You give up on Atlanta. Pickett for that. Okay.
6: Right. Atlanta, Pittsburgh. All right. What happens with Baker? You think he'll be a starter? I would say no right now, unless there's some injury in training camp where he gets, you know, a last-second job. I would say no as a starter.
4: Would you take him over Carr in New Orleans?
2: No. No. And I don't like Derek Carr for multiple reasons. Uh, no, I'd prefer Derek Carr. I think I would, too. I, I, think there's, I think there's a spot for him. I mean, maybe maybe Pittsburgh. Well, I'm trying to also – I mean, do you let Kenny Pickett start another year or bring in Russell Wilson? I'm, I would let Pickett play or start over. You know, are these teams going to totally start over? Right. If you are... I don't know. I was going to say Seattle, but that would be awkward. But Atlanta. That's a good one.
4: Atlanta. I think Atlanta is is an option.
2: I mean, Atlanta should just start over with another rookie quarterback. Versus... You would think so. Getting Russell Wilson there. Uh, Other cuts. He's done.
4: Garoppolo. Mac Jones. Heineke. And Zach Wilson. Ugh. Uh, Now... Russ according to this does sign with Atlanta. Listen to this deal.
2: This is from who? Barmwell?
4: Uh yeah. 3 years 36 million. <laughs> oh man, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> Front load the contract 15 million guaranteed, 20 million total 15 fully guaranteed, 20 million in guarantees. Um so like each year 1 million for the NFC South title. One million for eighty percent of the snaps, one million for this and that.
2: Gardner Minshew. How old do you think Russ is, by the way? Is he thirty-six? Thirty-five. Same basically yeah, as Kirk. Kirk. Gardner Minshew. Old
4: team Colts, new team Denver. Two years fourteen million. The start? Uh yeah, they would uh, say
2: Minshew and the Colts, fantastic season for them. Yeah, it was. It really was. Great season. Uh draft picks. They've got the Bears taking Caleb Williams at one.
4: Commander's taking Drake May at two. Pat's taking Jaden Daniels at three. This would be scary. The Giants taking Michael Penix Jr. at 39. Um, I saw I saw a, uh, a mock yesterday that had my guy Joe Milton at Tennessee going to the Giants at 39, which if they were to take him there, holy cow, this guy. You told me he was a
2: bigger, stronger, freakier Josh imagine, Allen.
4: Imagine Josh Allen. With a better arm. No. Better arm. He he throws the ball. He can throw the ball 20 yards further than Josh Allen even dreams of. What? 20 yards further. Uh, with the accuracy of Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> on the lean. <laughs> oh, on the lean. On the lean. <laughs> he has no idea where this ball is going. He's a freak athlete. A freak athlete. No idea, right? You, you, you would... He makes Josh Allen athletically look like Jared Goff. Just like sticks, bony. Right? He he has no idea where the ball You can't take him in the second round. You can't take him in the first five rounds. He has no idea where the ball is going. Uh-huh. Literally. Well, no idea. Josh
2: Allen learned. Accuracy. He learned.
4: He learned. He learned. There's no doubt about that, man. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you could do that. Anyway, Penix to the Giants. J.J. McCarthy to the Vikings. Ugh. Bo Nix to Atlanta. I love that pick. Um, Jordan Travis. Love this one. Florida State uh, going to the Steelers at number 84. That looks like it would be a sweet pick, too. But there's your quarterback carousel.
2: Better than the belt right here (laughs) on the Home of the Cowboys with Sean and RJ. Happy Friday, y'all. Special shout-out. If you're watching on YouTube and Twitch, you are appreciated. I appreciate it. Oh, you left me hanging. You just mm. check out after your segment? God, I, was, I was reading you this. Check I was, out? I was about to
4: say this. I'm Somebody there. had asked, where does Teddy Bridgewater go? I think Teddy announced his retirement. Yeah.
2: Teddy Bridgewater. Dude, you didn't do your appreciated either, did you? Mm. Where yeah, were Bridget. you? Sorry. I... you insulting the choppy while you- you're I got open... Tony
6: Faye calling me now. Oh. yes, so oh. he just tried
2: me. Call me first. I win.
6: <laughs> do we have A.J. Pruszynski? I think so. I think okay. So. He's trying to touch base with him right now.
2: One of the most polarizing personalities in the history of the sport. Let's talk World Series champs with AJ Przinski next on Sean and RJ.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H track, all wheel drive, and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe.